I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm Christy Code Red. I don't know what I'm doing with my fingers here. You see this, Carrie? I'm like, I'm doing gunsies with my pew, 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 Shake pew. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Oh, my Lord. But what is it? This is, I don't know. I don't I, I'm know. Trying, now I'm trying to remember back to the movie and see if they did anything with their fingers. But. That's all right. hilarious. Hello to all of you. Carrie and Christy with you for Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I always love podcasting with Carrie. So thank you so much for being on here with me, sis. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. I love it. You know, and just in case you are listening, maybe you just jumped on here and this is your first podcast with us. Carrie, why don't you jump on and tell people who you are? I am Carrie Thompson. I'm the Chief Operating Officer here at Code Red Fitness and Nutrition. I lost 100 pounds on the Code Red lifestyle for the most part because I am a failed weight loss surgery survivor. I had weight loss surgery. It didn't work. It was a hot mess. And I had to have it fixed, blah, blah, blah. I should have listened to Christy years ago. My background is ICU open heart nursing. Did that for many years until I got to come to work for Christy. And I am so excited that this gets to be a part of my job. This. Who gets this, except for like really famous people get to podcast and stuff. <laughs> so I'm not even famous and I get to do this. So I'm thankful for the opportunity and getting to see lives changed, getting to see people transformed and getting to see people living their authentic self is what keeps me going every single day. It's funny because I always say, if I'm ever feeling down, I just go to the Code Red Life group, which is uh, at the time of this recording, 18,000 members strong. And you just click through the pictures of the, and listen and read the inspirational stories. I love it. It's so wonderful. It'll never let you down. That's an excellent way to go. You know what? I need to be thankful for what I have and looking forward at the trajectory where I'm headed. And it's very inspiring. I agree with Christy. I love it. This podcast is sponsored by, you guys, see I'm wearing glasses. Those of you guys are watching on YouTube um, and those of you guys listening on your device, hey, I'm, watch, I'm wearing glasses and I don't wear glasses. I don't, it's not a vision problem. It's a blue light problem because in our society, we are bombarded with blue lights constantly and it causes our brain especially at night when we have when we're on our devices and we're exposed to all that blue light it causes our brain to not produce the melatonin that it needs to put us to sleep so swanwick sleep and that's a funny name but it's s-w-a-n-w-i-c-k swanwick sleep a company out of australia family-owned company we love them we partnered with them and they are providing code red rebels you our listeners our viewers with sleep blue light blocking glasses. There's the day wear and the night wear. Right now I have on the day wear. It helps block that the blue harmful rays coming in. And then at night I wear the tinted lens, which blocks 80%. It's a real high blockage rate. And so you can go to their website, swanwicksleep.com and put in the code, code red. And that's 15% off. It's a chunk of money. It really is guys. 15% in my world goes a long way. I'll drive across the town for a dollar. That's all. No, I got. (laughs) What did you say? I'll drive across town for a dollar. (laughs) I'll lean down for anything but a penny. That's all I'm saying. 
penny, I'm leaving it on the ground. But for a nickel, a dime, especially a quarter, I will pick it up off the ground. Oh my gosh, a quarter, man. I mean, that's like, oh, that's a bouncy ball. Come on, that's a bouncy <laughs> ball out of the gumball machine. So guys, so swanwicksleep.com, we trust the company. They provide high quality glasses, both clear lens for day wear and tinted lens for night wear. I have two pair of each. And I keep them at both of my houses. I'm always blocking that blue light. I already have a hard time sleeping as it is. And so it's really important to me. So check them out after this podcast, swanwicksleep.com. Also check out our 10-pound takedown challenge, you guys. We do monthly challenges, 10poundtakedown.com. If you need help, let's get started on today's podcast. Are you ready, sis? I am so excited about this. This idea came to us when Christy and I were doing a Q&A on one of our coaches' pages. We have many coaches that help us spread the Code Red message. And part of what they do is coach people that are interested in losing weight. And we train them. They're awesome people. They're handpicked by us. But once a month, we go on each coach's page and we answer questions and answers like this format, a live format. And this came to me when I was talking and I was like, Christy, that would make a great podcast. So Christy wrote it down and we remembered it for today. Well, did you actually come up with the name of this or did you, did you just make up the name or did you? No, be- I've heard it said on other, I kind of made it up. It's probably a mishmash of other ideas. Uh, I've heard Christy and I try to stay up on our education, you know, and I've been listening to podcasts about this. I have my favorite. Christy has her favorite. And I heard this idea and I don't know if they use this term, I don't think they use this term, but I, I came up with it. Well, tell us what it is. Okay, let's talk today about what I like to lovingly refer to as the last meal phenomenon. So what I mean by this, and this applies to your life in many ways, and I promise I'll bring it back around to that. Christine and I are going to talk about that. But there's an idea out there, and they've done studies to show that what you eat at your last meal, your previous meal. So whatever the meal was before, it doesn't matter if it was dinner and then breakfast the next day or, you know, rebels often say meal one, meal two. So I'll just use that. So whatever you ate for meal one sets you up biologically for meal two. They've done studies about this. So if you eat crap at meal two, okay, whatever time that is, the next day when you get ready to have meal one again, you've set yourself up for a higher rate of failure unless you're thinking ahead and being smart. A lot of people don't realize this. They eat a meal one, they have a bagel. I'm just going to make this up. A bagel, they're like, yum, yum, bagel, which is probably worse than a Snickers bar, but whatever. And they have a bagel. Well, now you've given yourself, you've spiked your blood sugar. You've fed the weak cells in your body cheap and easy glucose. Mm. So what's happening now is your body has gotten what it needs. Your weak cells have gotten what they need. They don't have to die off and you make new mitochondria. They've been able to access cheap and easy. It's like keeping a dead and dying thing on a life support. So now you've fed the crap cells that don't work very well for you and that are aging you. So you've fed all those. You've set your blood sugar up for what we call last meal phenomenon. So now meal two runs around and you're hungry earlier because you ate crap food. You didn't need a good protein. You didn't have any good source of fat. 
You ate a bunch of junk carbs. And then the next thing you did was, so your blood sugar's wacky. And now those mitochondria are, and all those cells in your body that are kind of junky anyway, are like, ooh, mm, pizza sounds good. Mm. You normally wouldn't do that. But because you ate the other, it sets you up. And this is how... Side note, people fall off the code red wagon and gain 50, 60 pounds. They just keep that cycle going over and over and over. And they don't even realize they're doing it, Christy. They really don't. You know, I'm a recovering binge eater. And I, I know that it kind of runs in our family. Um, and we have a lot of family history of this. And our family deals with, and Carrie and I, uh, as you heard from Carrie's intro, have dealt with being overweight. And a lot of our family members do. And we, we see the same pattern with all of our family members, our extended family members. And it's um, so I'm a recovering binge eater. And man, this makes so much sense. And anytime I've ever fallen off the wagon, I have and have had something with a lot of carbs and or sugar. The only thing I want, it sets up this horrible cycle. And this yes. makes so much sense because the only thing I want at that point, the only thing that seems to satisfy is more carbs, more crap carbs and more sugar. And Christy, you aren't doing that. Let me make this clear to everyone listening right now. You are not doing that because you're a weak person. Christy's right. the strongest person I know. So Christy is not a weak person. Christy is not, you are not a bad person. Right. You are not a no willpower, can't resist. You guys, listen to me when I say this to you. You have biologically set yourself up for failure. It is, it's your cells are saying we're crying out for those cheap, easy sources of glucose again. Your cells are like, please keep us on life support. Please give us more ho-hos and Twinkies and Coke. That's what's easy for us. That's how we can continue to live and not work very hard for you. So it is not you being a bad person. It's the chemicals that are put into those foods that make them highly addictive. I was at the dollar store. This is a horrible story. I can't believe I'm going to tell this. <laughs> I was at the dollar store and I, in a past life, love those stupid zingers. And they're the vanilla cake with the frosting and then the vanilla in it. And I stood there and my body wanted a zinger. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, I almost shook like a crack addict, you guys. And that is because of biological programming. It is, Carrie is not a bad person. I actually put it in my cart and then I took it back out just so everyone knows. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> but it is, so that's what I want to say to you. You're not a bad person, but Christy's right. You have one crap meal and then you go, screw it. Like Christy says, beep, beep, boop, boop. Hello, Domino's. Yeah. You're not it's, a bad person. You need to release the shame from that because yes. you can understand that the chemical that, that your brain has been hijacked. You're, it really isn't your fault. It is so hard to pull yourself back up out of that horrible hole that carbs and sugar create. And these companies that produce these foods, they know this. You have to think of the big companies like Coke and Pepsi and the big manufacturer, Hershey's, Kellogg's, General Mills, that kind of thing. They are not dumb. They have some of the best chemists on and highest paid chemists and engineers on the planet. And they are creating food to keep you buying more food, to keep you addicted. Why? Because they want to keep, if you have addicted customer, you have a customer for life and they want you to continue to buy and need their food. And so they purposely do this. Just like the cigarette industry knew that they were selling us a product that was highly addictive. They knew they were creating it and they continue to do it for the sake of the money. So it's not 
your right. fault. I have felt that way where um, nothing seems to satisfy except getting your next hit off the next bowl of cereals. Yes. Uh, that's why it's one of the biggest jobs. You've got to get that food out of your house. You got to get the Lucky Charms out of your house. And you got to think like we were just never made to eat the Hot Pockets, the Lean Cuisines, the Eggo Waffles, the Lucky Charms. We were never made to eat that stuff. Our body is just being, our minds are being hijacked. It is not your fault. I mean, I don't know about you, Christy, but I could eat bowl after bowl after bowl of cold cereal, but I couldn't eat bowl after bowl after bowl of broccoli. That's all I'm saying is that it's interesting how they manufacture it. But here's what you are responsible for, folks. Here's what you are responsible for. You are responsible for understanding the last meal phenomenon. So now we've taught you, it's like the matrix, you can't unsee it, okay? So now you're responsible for that information. Here's the caveat. Here's the takeaway. I want you to understand when you're standing in front of the refrigerator in the morning or whenever your meal one is, that you make a choice that is going to set you up for success later on. Well, Carrie, I'm just going to have a couple bites of my daughter's pancake. Or Carrie, I'm just going to have a half an awful waffle because I'm going to put peanut butter on it. You know, and I know that that's setting you up for the next meal those choices are going to be harder for you. So the whole point is now that you know, make choices that help you avoid the last meal phenomenon. If you ate a big bowl of broccoli with butter and Redmond's real salt on it, and you went to bed empty, you drank all your water, maybe you had a nice cup of coffee with your dinner or after dinner with nothing in it, and you just felt yummy, you were happy, you went to bed, I'm telling you right now, you are not going to want a donut in the morning. Mm. You're going to say, oh, maybe some chia seed and flax, maybe some bacon and eggs. I'm here to tell you, folks, it is absolutely 100% true, not only from my personal experience, not only from Christy's experience, but biologically true. Uh, Totally. You know, I know every single morning I make my bed when I wake up and there is science to back up starting your morning with the very first thing you do when your feet hit the floor with a task that you complete because now it triggers a whole set of chemical reactions that make you want to complete more tasks. And the opposite is true when you start off and everybody listening right now can totally relate to this. Everybody that's listening, they're nodding their head because we've all done it. We've all been there, guys. We are right there with you. We know that once you eat something, it just makes you want the next thing. It makes you want the next thing. So starting off with something healthy is going to make you, or even starting off with a good decision at the beginning of your day is going to make you want to choose a better decision and choose a better decision. and, And it's a domino effect. If you have in 80 ounces of water, by the time you drive to do your first errand of the day, let me just tell you, Krispy Kreme ain't going to look that good. Mm -hmm. It's just true. So success begets success. Yes. Good decisions beget good decisions. So you can set yourself on the path or you can take yourself off the path. And let me just tell you how this applies to real life. And this is what one of the things I love about Christy. I always know I love this about Christy, but she sets herself up not only with eating this way, but in everything in life, guys, the last meal phenomenon doesn't just apply to what you're shoving in your pie hole. Okay. It really doesn't. It applies to everything in life. It applies to everything in life. It's my daughter, Courtney, who's currently getting a PhD in cellular biology. Do you know how she used the last meal phenomenon? Because in junior high, Christy, 
she did really well in math and science and she put out the effort in high school. She put out the effort and she wrote the papers and she tried to get on, get the scholarships. So she believed in the last meal. Her last effort set her up to be getting a PhD right now. This applies to everything in life. Whatever you do, the last meal effect, even though it's not food, it does apply to you. Christy sets herself up for a good night's sleep every night by following a routine. She's thinking, I'm using the last meal phenomenon idea to set myself up for good sleep, which by the way, then she's gonna get up, she's gonna exercise, she's gonna drink her water, and she's gonna make smart choices on her food because you can't make good choices if you're tired. Mm-hmm. So it's the same idea. I, was, gonna, I yeah. was just gonna say that about being tired, guys. You know, we talk about setting yourself up. What does set yourself up? Well, first of all, don't run low on sleep right. because we've already done podcasts on this. Sleep is detrimental to your your health journey. It will just F things up so quick. It's not even funny. lack of sleep, lack of sleep, Ugh. you know. I mean, our dad, Larry, is a counselor and he says, go three days without sleep and you'll start acting, sounding and feeling like a crazy person. And it does. It's horrible. And so don't walk around chronically dehydrated. Stay hydrated. Keep your sleep up. And that's going to help you make better choices. But planning is key. Just stopping for a second and say, guys, hold on. Mommy needs a second. All right. I got to think. I just need to think. Take a pen, take a paper, write down Monday night, Tuesday night. When If you have a traditional yes. job and you work outside the home and you've got to worry about meals, guys, use that crock pot, use that instant pot and get yourself organized on what you need to get the meals lined out. Because if you are so drained and you're running low in the tank, you know, you're going to go through the drive-through. Don't set, you know, you want to set yourself up by planning ahead. That is an example. That's an excellent example of last meal phenomenon. By planning ahead, you are setting yourself up for success. Listen to this. I always see these every Sunday and I love this. Becky Edgar, one of our Code Red leaders, she's an amazing woman. She lost, do you remember how much weight she lost, Christy? 80 80 pounds. 80 pounds. And she is our leader. She's just a, a phenomenal person. Christy, every Sunday, she has all of her meal prep pictures on I love those. And I love them because they're just like so cute. Do you guys know why Becky Edgar has kept her weight off? Why Becky Edgar can work a full-time job at the hospital and do what she does and manage her children and her husband? And she's had a lot of things going on in her life. Do you know how she can do that? Because she believes in the last meal phenomenon. Becky Edgar sets herself up for success by prepping her food for the week. No excuses. Just like Chrissy said, no whining, no, mm, maybe I'll just stop at Taco Bell and get a happy, happy hippo Tuesday taco with extra cheese. I mean, you know, you're not going to do that. I made that up, by the way. I was going to say happy, happy hippo. I remember that game. Remember that game? Oh, happy, happy hippo. hippo with the hippo. Hungry hippo. That's right. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippo. I mean, she doesn't do that because she is set up for the week. She believes what Code Red Rebels believe, which is meal prep. We're big into meal prep. We're not talking like bodybuilders and their 18 pounds of rice. Have you ever watched those shows? Those are really phenomenal. Interesting. I'm like, ah, but anyway, I'm not talking about all that kind of crazy stuff. You guys keep it simple. Cut up your carrots, put them in a baggie, get everything ready for the week. Your life will be better. That is practicing this principle of last meal phenomenon because you're setting yourself up for success for the week by considering what your week looks like. I love that. And if you fall off the wagon and you make a mistake and you have, and you do order in Papa John's, don't, just don't let the wagon leave you. Okay. If you fall off the wagon and you're just falling behind, we can help you 
you know, just hang on to the wagon, hang on to the wagon. We'll pull you back up, but you've got to stop. It's a vicious cycle. It's hard to pull yourself back up out of that cycle. Cause then you're like, well, whatever, I'm just going to eat the rest of the cupcakes Well, whatever. I'm just going to stop by Starbucks and have the donut, whatever. And it just keeps getting spiraling downward, but you have to stop and we can help you. You've got to reach out to the code red community and let us love you and let us get you back up. We will pull you up, but don't try to do it by yourself. Carrie, I know how hard. Oh man, it's tough to get back up when you fall. Yeah. And I used to say this to my graduate students when I taught graduate school, I would say fail forward because you know, they would submit a paper and it would get rejected. I mean, that's just the life of graduate school. And I would say fail forward. If you're going to fail, learn something from it and move forward as you fail. Fail forward rebels. So for instance, I have a family member who's losing weight and I'm an accountability person. And she said to me once, Carrie, I am eating the sugar-free yogurt. And again, not necessarily, not the best idea in weight loss mode, but maybe in maintenance. But anyway, I'm not bagging on her. I'm just saying she came to me because she was falling off the wagon. She said, I'm eating the sugar-free yogurt, not very much, but a little bit each night. And I was like, okay, now you've admitted it. So she realizes that she's kind of fallen off the ladder, Christy. Mm-hmm. You know, she's her last meal is setting her up for wanting that yogurt over and over and over. So she's hanging on to the edge of the wagon and she's saying, I need some help getting back on the wagon. I was like, hey, I can help you. Now, tonight, not tomorrow, I want to see your next four days of meals. I want to see pictures of them in your refrigerator. And she did. She went and meal prepped and took the pictures, no excuses, in the fridge, And then she was back on track. So you can get back on track. It's recognizing when you've eaten that crap breakfast or number one meal. So you don't screw up for meal number two. You have, we've all done it. Like Chrissy says, you got to draw a line in the sand and be like, okay, where's my water? What am I going to have for meal two? This won't happen again. And you just fail forward, fail forward. You know, I follow a a girl online and this, let me just preface this by saying that Working out has nothing to do with weight loss. Code Red is not an exercise-based program. You cannot lose weight by exercising it off. It's, it's impossible. You will blow out a knee before you'll actually make a dent in that weight loss. But I personally like muscular women. And uh, this is really great. She is this girl named Miranda that, and street parking that I follow online on Instagram. She is known for her abs. She just is really, really muscular. And I love muscular women. And she recently had a baby and she bounced back pretty quick. She's in her 30s. And she said, so she was being asked during an interview. She said, we all want to know, how did you get your abs back? How did you get your abs back? And she said, you have to remember, she said, it wasn't just that I ate clean and you know I didn't eat junk food or something after my pregnancy. She said, I've had 20 years of being an athlete. I've been an athlete for 20 years. I've had a whole foundation leading up to this point. That's a big reason why I got my abs back. So I'm using that for an example, just to say, not just for an example to say that all that you're doing now Good meal after good meal after good meal. That's what's setting you up for all the success that you're going to have. Building up the bank of good, following the rules, following the rules list, getting up to this point. Yeah, success in general is a compilation of 
good day after good day after yes. good day after good day after good choices, after meal prep, after drinking the water, after good day after good day. That's success. It's the small things, guys. It's not like, I woke up 50 pounds lighter. That's not it. I mean, it's day after day after day, just doing the small things the right way that lead to success in this program. I mean, and the same goes for your gal in the gym. It goes for anything. I mean, in life, it is, again, it's the idea of last meal. It's the idea of my daughter working hard in junior high Mm. so she could be at Washington State in a PhD program. It's Mm -hmm. the idea of me starting my exercise journey, you know, a year plus ago so I could be where I am today. You know, it's just that idea of you have to set yourself up for success. You really, really do. I think the two biggest takeaways here would be first is planning is key. Yes. You, you can't fly by the seat of your pants. Really, planning is key. You got to stop. You got to think what's going on. How can I get this planned out? And number two, if you slip, don't let go of the wagon. Let us pull yeah. you back up. Once you let go, it's really going to be hard to get you back. And so if you slip up, please hang on and we will grab you by the arm. We'll pull you back up on just like the yogurt. I love that. Just like don't let one meal turn into three months and turn into 50 pounds back on. Yes. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, you will put on a couple more, a couple pounds after that, but we can get that back off. We just have to get you back on the wagon. So don't let go of the wagon you know what our relative learned from that experience is that she said to me, I'm not going back there. It wasn't worth the couple pounds. Mm. And if you can learn a valuable lesson about how you felt and how you don't want to feel after you eat those pancakes, after you have that yogurt, you just feel kind of, you fed the bad cells. If you can fail forward and learn a mistake from it, I'm not saying it was worth it, but it's kind of worth it. It makes you stronger in the end. Now, I am not saying cheat and then be like, Carrie said it would be worth it in the end. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying if you can learn from those experiences and move forward from there, then it changes your perspective. And I I wouldn't get rid of the bad things that have happened to you in my life because they've made me who I am. Same idea. If you go to Disney World and you have a horrible time one day and you go, that sucked, you learn something valuable about yourself. I'm too controlled by food. And then you move forward from there. So you can have your wagon experiences and the scrapes and bruises you get falling off the wagon, your leg dragging on the ground. Those scrapes and bruises can be good reminders later on. Yeah, Carrie, I just thought of one of our rebels uh, in one of our coaching groups. She cheated and then posted about it and then said, totally worth it. And I mean, I thought my head was going to explode. I was like, that was a horrible uh, moment. That I don't know if you remember the person uh, you'll have to, have to tell you after this podcast. Oh, Moses. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. And that's just someone who just doesn't get it. You know, like that weight came back on, not all that weight, but, it, but more weight came back on. Like we keep you away from those foods because they're not optimal for you. It's not just about the weight loss. It's about keeping the brain fog away. And we want you to have Joint a ton pain. of energy. So yeah. the food that she cheated with really reduced her energy. It gave her a headache. It gave her a stomach ache. All that crap happened, but then she still said totally worth it. And I was like, wow. So you're doubled over a toilet throwing up, you know? And it's like, oh, I just, when I heard that, I was like, I, I can't that. help you. So, yeah, <laughs> I am not saying cheat and be like, I'm going to learn from this. Beep, no, right. beep, boop, boop, Papa John's. I'm ready yeah. for a lesson. That's not what I'm saying, y'all. Don't be writing me emails about that. But yeah. I am saying that if you go through an experience, and you're able to get some scars but somebody pulled you back on the wagon or you pulled yourself back on the wagon and you lost the weight you gained and you went kind of back around the mountain maybe you took a u-turn that's okay 
It's okay because you are going to learn that you set yourself up. Every action you do sets yourself up for the next meal, the next thing coming up, the next hurdle you face. It's how many hurdles you've already been over that help you on the next hurdle. I got to tell you, sis, I mean, like I, in maintenance, we teach our rebels that you have a bit of flexibility, although I'm kind of an all or nothing girl. I tend to, you give me some extra rope, I'm going to hang myself with it. And so um, here recently, I had a couple of very small corn tortillas and I'm not kidding when I tell you, and I hadn't, I hadn't had any carbs. I've been pretty much zero carb for a while. I got really sick. And I remember the corn tortillas story. <laughs> yes. I know. I texted you about it. And um, I was sick the entire next day. I had depression and I'm not a depressed person. I had depression, stomach ache, headache, lethargy. It was awful. And I got to tell you, I don't even know if I'll ever have corn tortillas again. And that's just an example of how that really, and I have the flexibility. I'm metabolically flexible and I am at goal weight. So I can experiment with different foods and I can kind of and I, I know my body well enough, but man, I didn't see that coming. So that will be probably the last for me. I learned a big lesson. I don't ever want to feel well, that Well, you failed again. forward, Christy. Yeah, I did. Fail. You didn't feel good. I mean, not like you screwed up. It was a plan. It's not like you were yeah. in there going, uh, 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 corn tears. I mean, you didn't do that. I mean, you weren't face down in Juanita's chips. Right. That wasn't it. It was just, you planned it. It didn't work. You failed. And then you learned to move forward from there. So folks, I want you to take away, when you get ready to eat, when you get ready to think about your life, when you get ready to think about things that are coming at you, think of the last meal phenomenon. I want you to put it in your head and be like, what I do right now yes. at 10 p.m., what I do right now as I take a bath, what I'm doing right now at 6 a.m., getting ready for my day, sets me up for the entire day. It really does. Don't make a mistake about it. I mean, don't think it doesn't because mm -hmm. everyone has had a crappy breakfast and then you just go on to say, screw it for the rest of the day. So, and it applies so much more than food. People don't think of things. They look at the bigger picture. They look, well, when my kid graduates or when I get the babies out of diapers or they, they don't back it up and say, hold on. Every time you raise the fork to your mouth, you're making the decision. You're making that choice. So don't think, well, it's just one meal. Oh, it's just one bite. It's just one Hershey's kiss. It's just one bag of M&Ms. Those just ones are what are, that's the bigger thing here. And don't think, just gonna throw this in here, as consumers, guys, you vote with your dollar. We as consumers have 100% power over the food market. And so you dictate what the food industry is going to make and sell. So you vote with your dollar. Every dollar votes. So if you don't buy it, they won't make it. So yeah. quit buying the crap. And anyway, don't underestimate your power when you look at the smaller scope of like fork to your mouth, each yep. forkful or each dollar you spend at the grocery store. Yep. Well, we only have today, Christy. That's yeah. all we're really promised. Yeah, you don't have tomorrow. Gone. We don't know about tomorrow. So all you have is today. So set yourself up today for a better tomorrow. That sounds like a slogan for selling. Well, Carrie, my book, the company that stores my book at my warehouse, the distribution center, it's called There Is No Tomorrow. That's the name of the company. There Is No Tomorrow. And I love that. I mean, it's just... That's just cool to me. So yeah, I we, love that. We hope you enjoy this, you guys. We absolutely love, 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 love coming to you and uh, being with you each week. Uh, don't forget 10poundtakedown.com. That's where you get started. That's where we would prefer you get started. Lots of prizes, lots of uh, just amazing incentive gift. We have our Code Red Ambassador program where you can become a Code Red Ambassador and I will pay you back for your people that sign up for Code Red under your 
ambassador code. That's a great way to make some money. Lots of good things, lots of good ways to stay connected, lots of events, lots of everything, you guys. So become a part of the Code Red community. We'd love to have you. We would love you. And uh, this is huge. We're doing big things. People are finding hope and healing through Code Red. So Carrie, thank you. You're welcome. I had so much fun. We appreciate you guys. We will see you on the next podcast. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.